what wildfire smoke could do to your skin. That story and more on H2O Radio's weekly news report. I'm Jamie Sudler. I'm Franny Halperin, and it's This Week in Water. Much of the West is suffering from increased dryness and lack of precipitation, causing scientists to warn about a difficult upcoming wildfire season. In addition to the potential loss of life, habitats, and property, one of the biggest threats could be from smoke. A recent study showed that wildfire smoke may be more dangerous than other forms of air pollution, including car exhaust. Wildfire smoke can cause all sorts of symptoms, from running noses and coughing to potentially life-threatening heart attacks or strokes. And a new study suggests that it can also damage the largest organ of the human body, skin. Researchers at the University of California San Francisco and Berkeley found that when smoke choked the Bay Area in 2018, health clinics saw an uptick in the number of patients complaining of itchy skin and eczema compared to previous years. Our skin serves as an excellent barrier against environmental factors, but air pollution from wildfires consists of fine particulate matter that often contains chemicals. Those compounds can act like keys that unlock the skin's outer barrier and penetrate into cells, where they can cause inflammation and other problems. People can protect themselves during wildfire season by staying indoors, wearing clothing that covers the skin if they do go outside, and using moisturizers. There are thousands of miles of oil and gas pipelines running through the Gulf of Mexico, some of them connected to active wells and some that have been abandoned. Almost none of them are checked to make sure they're not leaking. An audit by the U.S. Government Accountability Office says that since the 1960s, about 18,000 miles of abandoned pipelines that should have been cleaned, buried, or taken out have been allowed to stay on the seafloor and could still have oil or other chemicals in them. In addition to those, there are 9,000 miles of pipelines connected to active wells that are operating with little or no oversight. The agency determined that regulators rarely conduct or require underwater pipeline inspections and rely on monthly surface patrols by boat or helicopter to detect oil sheens or gas bubbles that indicate leaks. But those methods could fail to detect pipeline dischargers that don't make it to the surface. And even if they do, it's difficult to pinpoint the source of a leak, especially Especially if sea currents carry the slick away from the problem. The likelihood of oil and gas leaks increases as aging pipelines corrode or are damaged from fishing trawlers, erosion, or hurricanes, all of which could be avoided if the government enforced its own rules. And now, with the hurricane season coming, people in southeast Texas are worried about flooding along the Rio Grande River. The Trump administration was building its controversial border wall along the river, but all construction was stopped when President Biden took office. Normally, levees protect the communities near the Rio Grande from floodwaters, but some of them were leveled to build foundations for the wall. There's nothing currently being done to rebuild the levees, and local officials and members of Congress are calling for action before a major rainstorm strikes. Jim Darling, the mayor of McAllen, told the Rio Grande Guardian that a catastrophe could occur if a hurricane were to strike in Mexico, where water might have to be released into the river and could flood his and other Texas towns. The Biden administration has yet to announce its intentions regarding the levee problem. 
In 2006, in the Northwest Territories of the Canadian Arctic, a hunter shot what he thought was a polar bear. But when he took a closer look, he saw that the bear had brown patches in its white fur and the long claws, the humped back, and shallow face of a grizzly. DNA tests confirmed it was the first documented pizzly bear, a cross between a polar and a grizzly bear, and since then, sightings of growler bears, as they're also called, have increased. As climate change causes Arctic sea ice to thin, polar bears are being driven south in search of food. At the same time, grizzlies are expanding their ranges northward, and the two species are mating. Whether this is a good thing is still up for debate. Usually hybrid species aren't better suited to survival, but there's a chance Pizzlies might be able to forage for a broader range of food. Larissa DeSantis of Vanderbilt University told Life Science that polar bears have longer skulls, which make them experts at plucking seals out of the sea. But their molars are much smaller because all they eat all day is blubber. As the Arctic warms, they might not be able to adapt to eating other foods. Grizzlies, on the other hand, can eat whatever they want, so a hybrid might work. That said, DeSantis warns about a loss in biodiversity if polar bears are replaced because as apex predators, they help stabilize Arctic ecosystems. And finally, new research out last week gives us another reason to brush our teeth. It could reduce the likelihood of getting severely sick with COVID-19. A study found that the virus could pass into people's lungs from saliva, particularly if they have dental plaque or periodontal disease. Viruses can enter the bloodstream through weakened, unhealthy gums. From there, they can pass through the neck and chest veins and reach the heart before being pumped into pulmonary arteries and small vessels in the lungs. Luckily, simple measures like brushing your teeth, rinsing with salt water, and even some mouthwashes could help decrease the amount of virus in saliva and reduce the risk of severe COVID-19. In addition to keeping our smiles bright, experts say this discovery could make good oral health care a potential lifesaver. That's it for this week in water. We'll catch you next time.